Welcome to the Divine Union Podcast, a place that will invite you to connect to life in all the ways, inner union with self, sacred union in relationship, and oneness with the cosmos. An invitation to expand your edges so you can live this life fully with all of your being. I'm your host, Nicola Navone. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to the Divine Union Podcast. Super, super excited to dive into this week's episode. This is episode three of a four-part series all around passion and polarity. Now, if you haven't listened to episode one of this series, which is episode 23, I would recommend hit pause, go check out that episode because it serves for very important context here. Now, I've been posting a lot on my social medias about polarity. And this started this series because I've been getting a lot of questions around polarity, what it actually means, how to understand it. And so episode one, I give you a high level understanding of what polarity is and how you can think about it so that you can actually cultivate it in relationship. Because polarity aligns to passion because you don't have passion without polarity. So it's really important to understand that. The second episode, episode 24, I spoke all about masculine energy and the differences between wounded masculine and divine masculine and the societal influences on the energies. Now, that's important to understand for context for the fourth episode. So now we've, we're going into feminine energy in this episode. And then the fourth episode, I will be speaking to polarity within relationship. And understanding of the energies is essential to actually understanding that episode because the energies play into all areas of life. And I will speak to the masculine and feminine energies and how you leverage them in relationship to create polarity. So get excited for this episode and for the last one. I'm super, super excited. All right, let's just dive in. So today we're talking about feminine energy, and I will speak to some societal influences. I really want to go in depth on societal influences, and I am going to save that for another episode because that's an episode in itself where there's a really special guest that I would like to have on the podcast to speak all about it. I will let you know when that happens. And so for now, I will speak high level to some influences, as well as to what divine feminine energy looks like and what wounded feminine energy looks like so that you can understand the differences and you can catch yourself. When do I go into wounded feminine, right? When am I in my divine feminine? Now, I want to remind you, if you're familiar with me and my work, you will know that both men, women, gender nonconforming individuals, we all have masculine and feminine energy. So sometimes I say the words women and men because it might be easy to understand for the ease of use. But 
these energies apply to all individuals. And even some men might have more feminine energy. Some women might have more masculine energy, right? It really just depends on uh, conditioning, the time period of your life, experiences that influence that. All right. So something that is happening in our society right now is... And obviously, there are awakenings. There's a lot of work being done in the space that's really transforming the world. But there still is this epidemic of women acting like men. Now, this happens, and, and I'm, I'm setting it up for the wounded feminine, because the wounded feminine was created out of the wounded masculine. Now, the wounded masculine, like I spoke about in last week's episode, given our capitalistic society, right, next person trying to be better, faster, stronger than the next one, right, we have this sort of competition among individuals. And what that does is it values certain things over others. And in our society, in our patriarchal society, we tend to value masculine qualities over the feminine, right? Which is why we have these sayings, you know, crazy woman, you know, emotional woman, which emotionality, emotion is a big aspect of feminine energy, which we all have. And many, we're all a product of the system, right? So many men, many women, we repress our emotionality. We repress certain emotions. And when I say this epidemic of women acting like men, it's this feeling like, okay, in order to get ahead in the world, as a woman, you really have to shut down aspects of your femininity. You got to shut down your showing of emotions. You don't want to appear weak if you've got your bleed or your moon, right? And needing to take some days off work. And which we don't even honor our moons, you know, in our society which is important because as a woman, it's really, uh, it's taxing on the body and we need time to rest and reflect and go inwards. And when I do that episode on societal influences, I'm going to speak to some major shifts that change the way that we view life and humanity, uh, from a feminine energetic standpoint into masculine. But for now, yeah, so we really value these like wounded masculine qualities, right? Of having to have all of the answers, not showing emotion, right? Keeping it all together. It's like, you know, that how people are like, keep your shit together. It's like, okay, you don't want to let your emotions rule you, but you're not weak for showing emotion. There's a difference there. And even we even value, like in relationships, we forget we are not the same, right? So as a woman, if you skew more feminine and you are more emotional than your partner, right? You don't need to be like your partner. It's, it's a positive. How can you add value in the relationship in different ways for each other? And it's valuing that. And so I want you to think like just general terms. In our last episode, when I talked about the masculine structure, it's the container, 
It's the presence and the consciousness. The feminine is the flow. Feminine is energy. It is emotions, energy in motion, right? It's anything that like moves through us, our emotions, our mm, feelings, our thoughts, our personality, right? If maybe all of a sudden we want to get up and dance and then all of a sudden we want to sing and we change our mind, right? That's your feminine, your ability to flow, to mm, even be in, some people refer to it as chaos. It's like that chaotic, I'm going to just go at how I'm feeling and feel into it. So you can think of the masculine as the structure, right? Real high level. And the feminine is the energy that is, the structure is containing, right? That is constantly in motion. So the wounded feminine right, was created because it is aspects as, as women, right? We tap into our wounded feminine, which we all have wounded and divine aspects of self. We tap into the wounded feminine when we disconnect from our true feminine nature, when we disconnect from our hearts. That's what it is. And so a wounded feminine behavior would be something like you're manipulating or you're shaming or guilting your partner or acting out. So if your partner hurts your feelings or it's like maybe flirting with someone or too close to someone at the bar, you know, or at that party and you are jealous, instead of naming it, ooh, I'm jealous, right? That hurts my heart. That made me feel like you don't care about me, like I'm not important to you, right? Like really being vulnerable. Vulnerability is feminine. Really being vulnerable, Right. Instead, you might be like, you're pathetic. What kind of man are you? Who does that? Like, right? Really like taking a knife and digging it into your partner's heart because your heart's hurt. Instead of speaking from your feelings. And so you got to catch yourself. You know, you got to catch yourself when you go into this like shadow side of blaming and shaming and guilting. And it's like, okay, how can I be even more true? How can I really speak to what's happening in my heart? Because that's the divine feminine. The divine feminine is the vulnerability. And it's the expression through the heart connection. And we become wounded when we neglect our heart connection. And so another example of that might be uh, mm, creating drama or withholding. Right. So real simple example, if your partner, uh, you send them a text and maybe they don't respond for a couple of days, a couple of hours, it's longer than you desire. And all of a sudden they respond, Hey baby, how are you? And you're annoyed. Right. And so instead of communicating that it hurts you or didn't feel good, you withhold you're going to go dark. You're going to withhold your love. You're going to withhold your attention. You're going to withhold words of affirmation to like show them, right? That is an unhealthy aspect of the feminine. Instead of just naming what you're feeling. And then the flip side, right? Healthy version is being connected to the heart, but it's the intuition. It's like, okay, this is what I'm feeling. Your intuition is also even sensing. These are dynamics I'm sensing. 
oh, I'm sensing that whenever I text you, you don't text me back. It's making me feel that you might not be 100% in or that you have other things occupying your mind. All right, what's going on there? Let's talk about it. It's reading between the lines. And you do that with your intuition too. You do that with your knowing. It's a sensitivity. She has a sensitivity to her energy and the energy of her partner and the energy of others. How their energy is impacting her energy, how her energy is impacting their energy. Now, the wounded feminine, going back off of that, is overly sensitive. So there's a difference between sensitive and overly sensitive. In our society, in this hyper-masculine society, we tend to view sensitivity as a negative in all regards. But sensitivity is a gift when you can sense energy. It's energy. Dynamics. Other subtle layers of communication beneath the words. Overly sensitive is when you are letting other thoughts, things they say, impact your way, your state of being, impact your mind, right? Maybe you constantly need validation. You're constantly seeking validation, right? That's an overly sensitive behavior. Hmm. An aspect of the healthy feminine would be this feeling of receptivity, of openness, right? She's open. She's able to receive from others love, attention, care, pleasure, wisdom. In conversation, she receives wisdom and allows herself to receive attention and care and love versus the wounded aspect of the feminine, that's where you get into this like self-sacrificing, people-pleasing, right? I'm going to do everything. I'm going to give and give and give until I deplete myself of all my energy and I have nothing left. And at a subconscious level, many do that because they don't feel worthy of receiving. Given our conditioning of society, right? We're all a product of the system. And the people pleasing, right? Because, ooh, if I express myself and I'm fully authentic, people aren't going to like me. So instead, I'm going to please. But the divine feminine, she doesn't have to do that. She naturally magnetizes. She magnetizes the people who matter, the people who are good people, the people who receive her in the way that she feels about herself. The uh, an unhealthy quality of a wounded feminine, another aspect to think about would be mm, neediness. So there's a very big difference between neediness and needing in a healthy way. So neediness is shrouded in expectation. I need, you are the man, I need you to do this. I need you to provide safety for me. And if any of you have seen my recent social reel, I did a reel all around, you know, the feminine who demands that her her masculine counterpart provide a safe container and presence for her. Yet she doesn't do it for herself. 
Right. And so like neediness comes with that. It's like comes with this expectation of I need you to do this. You have to do this for me versus needing in a healthy way comes from a place of wholeness. Ooh, I'm already whole in myself. Right. I know how to hold myself. And babe, I need you. I need you because I'm feeling sad today and I would love a hug or I would love some words. But it's not dependency, codependency. It is. I'm I'm acknowledging that I want your love and support. But if you don't give it to me, yeah, you can be hurt about it, but it's not like your whole world is going to come crumbling down because you know how to self-soothe, right? So it's the unhealthy neediness that is the shadow aspect of the feminine, even the attachment, right? The attachment to circumstances, outcomes, the codependency versus the sovereignty, Sovereignty is divine feminine. Esther Perel, who's a huge mentor of mine, she talks a lot about couples choosing each other. Are you going to choose each other? I'm fully whole in myself, but I choose you, not I need you. It's a very different energy. Let's see what else we got here. I will also say vulnerability, vulnerability is everything I'm speaking about. When I say speaking from the heart, it's vulnerable, right? And the wounded feminine, when we go into that space, we don't want to be vulnerable. So we lash out, we manipulate, we contort, we react instead of being vulnerable and sharing our pain, our expression. And how you do that is a practice. How you do that is super important if you want to actually keep passion and polarity, how how you're expressing from your heart. And there are many different ways to do that verbally and non. I'm not going to go into that now. But yeah, it's, it's really, really important to be connected to heart always. So... We all have wounded masculine. We all have wounded feminine. We all have divine masculine. We all have divine feminine energies. And it's important to understand these energies because like I said, they play into all areas of life, which I will be discussing in the next episode, be how to have polarity in relationship and how the what the energies have to do with it. And I wanted you to understand these energies because... I will be speaking about healthy versions of masculine and healthy versions of feminine to create polarity. And polarity is needed to have passion. And the people that think about passion in the unhealthy way of like highs and lows and fights and fire, 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 two people leaning out, right? That is not healthy polarity. Those are wounded energies that create like a fake understanding of polarity. And this, I'm doing this four-part series because I love speaking to this. This is the work that I do is working with couples and individuals who are in coupledom, but on a one-on-one basis to work on their energies and to work on their expression so that they can cultivate greater polarity within that's really going to expand out and create greater polarity and passion in relationship.
And the work starts with self. And I know this to be true because this is my own journey of life. And I've seen the wild transformation that it's had for the many individuals and couples that I've coached through this process. Because when you do the work to cultivate polarity within, you are fully whole. And there's nothing sexier than someone that's fully whole. Thank you. Thank you, beautiful, beautiful people for tuning into this week's episode of Divine Union with moi, Nicola Navone. If you're curious to learn more about my inner union program for women, I also have an inner union program for men and a divine union program for couples using my inner union method, but you collaborate as a coupledom, check out my website, nicolanavone.com where I have space for a new cohort. Doors close September 30th. So secure your spot or via the website, you can sign up for a connection call to learn more about the program. And this is such, such powerful work, such needed work in this world, because this is how we have better relationships And who doesn't want fulfilling relationships in their lives? So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please share this episode with someone whom you feel this could be valuable. And I look forward to seeing y'all next week for the finale of this four-part sprint all around passion and polarity and relationships. And until next week, may all your unions be divine.